Welcome to Stuck In My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. It's your boy, W-I-Z-E, and today's show is sponsored by Bergen Basin Realty. If you're looking to sell anywhere in the New York City area, definitely check them out. Bergen Basin Realty has been providing professional real estate services in the Brooklyn area for over 40 years. They have an impeccable reputation built on honesty, integrity, and service. Bergen Basin Realty's influence stretches far beyond Bergen Beach. Their comprehensive network of referral systems, professional affiliations, and solid internet marketing strategies consistently drive traffic to all their listings. So check out their website at www.bergenbasin.com. Give them a call at 718-763-4110 or send them an email at bergenbasin at AOL.com and let them know that your boy Y sent you. Peace out. All right, welcome back. And I have a very special guest now. Welcome to the show, Matthew Turner. What's going on, Matthew? Hello. Thank you very much for having me. A real pleasure to be here. Ah, the pleasures are mine. So you're an author. You have a few books out. I, I was looking at um, your profile. There's some, there's some really interesting titles. The, su- the Successful Mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. So this is my sort of upcoming book. Oh, that's the new one. So this is the new one, which is due out soon. And it very much was inspired on the back of writing The Success Mistake. So it's it's crazy to think, but I've been working for myself. I think it's I've just passed the nine-year mark, which I, I find quite difficult to comprehend because it feels you know, no more than just a few years, but like nearly a decade. And I came up with the idea of a success mistake, like basically on day one of working for myself. Cause I was just so scared of making mistakes, like what to do versus what not to do. I'd always had a job. So I always had someone who was keeping me accountable and I ended up doing much to do with nothing just because I was like, where to start. So I had this idea of just, interviewing people and asking them to share stories about their own mistakes, their failures and how they turned them into success. On the one hand, I wanted to write a nonfiction book. It was something I wanted to do. I just didn't know what the book was going to be um, initially, but largely I figured it would be like a, a series of coaching sessions for me, you know, hopefully guiding me in the right direction to, yeah, make fewer mistakes, learn from the ones which I was, uh, you know, about to make and, and basically start to build some momentum, some solid foundations. And it became a three-year-long process of interviewing one entrepreneur after another, after another, 163 of them in the end. And then I eventually wrote The Successful Mistake on the back of that. And with all the insights that I gathered from that, it gave me a, a whole new outlook on not just business, but life. And those sort of big 
picture outlooks were what inspired this latest one, The Underpale. So very different books, Success Mistake, very typical business how-to nonfiction book. Beyond the Pale is a fable, so it's a work of fiction that interlinks with nonfiction. But at least in terms of my journey, they the, these two books certainly overlap one another. That's cool. That's real cool. And it, it's cool. It's funny because I just I started my podcast last year, and I've just been grinding and grinding. But at first, when I started, it was it was me more ranting and talking, focusing on the news. And I didn't enjoy it. I, but I knew I, I enjoyed podcasting, but I didn't enjoy what I was, how I was doing and how I was presenting it. And when I started speaking to people and speaking to entrepreneurs and people who are out there, life coaches and all these, and all these people, that's when I really started really enjoying what I was doing because I felt I was providing a service and, and giving people just details where at to where some people aren't meant to be entrepreneurs. I understand that, but at least allow give these people the resources to learn and and listen to people who are successful entrepreneurs. Because unless you unless you really know someone who's an entrepreneur, basically all you really know is nine to five is working for someone else. And and it's a rat race. And for me, I've always had the, I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit. And so when I started podcasting, it led me to starting my production company. It led me to working on my radio station, which we will be launching this Father's Day's weekend here. And and it's just now I'm getting to the point where eventually I will be leaving my job and taking the leap into really focusing in my business and doing my business because this is what I want to do. I want to build, I want to build a company to, that that produces positive, creative content. And so I, I know, I, I already know in my heart that I have to leave my job and take that leap and focus on doing my business. So that's why I, I speak to all these entrepreneurs because at the same time, I'm if other people are learning from it, but I'm also learning and I'm also getting to pick people's pick people pick minds like yours and and listen to your stories and and to what you're doing, and then just applying it myself. I mean, that was the exact approach I took when interviewing everyone for success and mistake. I, I, I mean, it, I always sort of said I remember when promoting the book. I was always like really honest. I was like, first and foremost, this was a very selfish project i was doing it for me i wanted to learn i just saw this as a great opportunity to jump on a call with someone who i considered further down the road for me some of them were way down the road some of them were just a little bit further down but they were just people who in one way or another i aspired to be like they inspired me in some way and i knew i would learn something from them in a 30 40 minute chat what that something would be i did not know whether it would be like obvious and apparent straight away or whether it would be something that would linger on my mind and I would remember a few months down the line. And some of them I just completely not forgot about. But then when I started writing the book and I was going through all my notes and bringing everything together, I was like, wow, that's now relevant to me. It wasn't relevant to me at the time, 
But now it is a year or two further down the line. So it was a real selfish project because I just wanted to fill my mind with some of these essential lessons that we all needed. And like you say, not everyone is an entrepreneur. And I consider myself one of those people. I don't think I'm one of these naturally entrepreneurial people, huge risk taker. I don't like to work on too much. I've never been someone who likes to have a side hustle to a side hustle. I mean, the hustle philosophy is very much a big part of the Beyond the Pale and my, in my sort of personal view on it. But that's one of the great things about the world we live in today. You don't necessarily have to be the typical entrepreneur to work for yourself. There are so many opportunities out there, largely for the, um, due to the online world, like what we're doing now. I mean, you're over there in Pennsylvania. I'm here in Yorkshire. It's like 5,000 miles or whatever separating us, but we can talk. And those sort of advancements have just lowered the barriers of entry. They allow these non-entrepreneurial sort of personality people to still escape that nine to five, which I don't think necessarily existed, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. You had to have that entrepreneurial spirit if you were to make it work. Now, someone like me, who's just a bit of a creative, a writer, I, I, can, I can find my niche, I can find my way. So... And a big part of that was just interviewing everywhere I did and just picking little pieces of nuggets of wisdom here, there, and everywhere. And yeah, it's crazy to think where I would be if it wasn't for writing that book. I certainly wouldn't be here, though, that is for sure. And it's, it's, for me, it's just been an amazing journey just this year alone. Because at first it was me just going out and chasing guests. And before I even joined Podmatch and, and all these other, other sites, I would receive people who, they would send me a message like, hey, I, I saw you, I caught your, your podcast. I would love to be a guest. And that was like awesome. That was like, wow. Like someone actually wants to be a guest on my show. Cool. All right. Yeah. So, but then when I started doing other, I started doing Podmatch and all these other and I started meeting so many different entrepreneurs and different, just different people. I've, I've, I've spoken to actors. I've spoken to regular people. I've spoken to, to two of my high school friends who, one who had uh, gastric sleeve surgery and just her story alone, I felt might help someone else who was considering to have the surgery, what she experienced and what she's doing and what she had to alter in her life to change her lifestyle. I also spoke to another high school friend of mine. He is one one of the hottest real estate agents. Realtors, not he's not an agent. He owns the company, but he's he's one of the hottest ones in New York City. And we got to talk, and we spoke on manifestation and and what we're doing to set our go and setting our goals, and what we're doing to accomplish what we're accomplishing. Those were some of my favorite episodes. Because it was something that I know people who who are listening can really relate to. Like, wow, they're just regular people like me doing some amazing things. Why can't I? To me, I want them to be like, why can't I do it? Yeah, I think it's one of the big powers of storytelling. It's it's one of the reasons why I wanted to write a fable. Um, because... I think as, as entrepreneurs and, and people maybe aspiring to work for themselves or they're just caught up in the, the corporate lifestyle, 
it's so easy to get caught up in the notion of I have to read the next big book. So they'll read books, but it'll always be the business how-tos, the ones that make it on the the typical lists that you see over and over again. And you get it, you get stuck in this cycle of just consuming for the sake of consuming. I think we do that with audio, with video, and, and certainly through reading, just consuming information for the sake of it. And unless you know what you're wanting to learn, just consuming something isn't that useful. You just fill in your head and it's doesn't mean you're going to apply it. Whereas stories, they they teach you, but simultaneously they just help you disconnect from your world a little bit. And sometimes when you disconnect from your world, it allows you to actually connect to what's going on inside you. So it helps you connect to your feelings, your emotions. It helps you to connect to that next big idea that's just resting below the surface and you're too busy to give it the time of day. So sometimes just taking a step back, reading a novel or reading one of those, you know, atypical books that you're meant to, it can just free your mind and allow you to do something. And storytelling is very powerful. I It's kind of built into our DNA as people. It's how we passed on information for so many years. You know, books are a relative recent invention of the human race. You know, before then we passed on information by word for word, through storytelling, through myths, through, you know, these different ideologies. So we use storytelling as a form of teaching. So it's kind of built into us. We trust it. We don't always feel like we're going to learn something, but we often do. And I totally relate to what you're saying there, because when I was interviewing all those people, and even now when I'm jumping on a show like this, I love it. I don't, always um I, i'm not particularly picky on the types of shows that i go on a lot of the times even if i don't feel like there's a an obvious connect between the show topic and what i'm discussing in the book i know by discussing what's in the book i'm getting new ideas out there i'm looking at it from a different angle i'm getting to hear the other person's stories which frees up an idea within me and it just fuels one another so there's something special about just having a conversation sharing stories hearing other people's stories and giving yourself a platform to share your own and i imagine you've found that by having these conversations you've probably come up with loads of new ideas seeing your own life from a different perspective and Honestly, once you allow that to happen, it's crazy what can happen on the back of it. Whereas if you just stay within your own comfort zone, having the same conversations with the same people, doing the same things that you've always done, you're not allowing those ideas to break free. You're not allowing what exists just on the other side to come forward. So, yeah, I think conversations, stories, your own stories, listening to others, they can be remarkable for our growth. No, you're absolutely right. Because some of the people who I've connected with and been able to talk to, we've become friends. And it's been great because now I'm hanging, I'm, I'm associating more with like-minded people. Not saying that my friends that I, I, I deal with now aren't great people, but we're in like, I I feel, I know that I'm, and I'm headed in a different direction and it's okay. It's fine. They're still going to be my friends, but I need to, I need to surround myself with people that think like me, that want to be creative like me, that want to do 
the same things I want to do or something similar to what I'm doing. And I want to develop those relationships because, again, it goes back to just learning from them and being able to see what they're doing. And if it if I feel it fits what I need, then I'll apply it to, to, to what I'm doing. So it's just being able to, to talk to people and, and communicate and just be able to bounce and bounce ideas off each other. That it's, it's been a big difference. It's in, in this year alone, just being able to do the things that I've done and speak to the people I've spoken to. I'm, I'm almost to 100 episodes and I've probably recorded more than a hundred episodes. Cause I have some that I'm still editing and I have to release, but it's, I, I, I wouldn't have ever thought I've, I would have recorded so many episodes or, or, or spoken with so many people that it's just, I, I, like I said, I just keep learning and speak and I just want to talk to as many people as possible. And like you said, in a way it's kind of selfish in my part, but what, but, but why is it really selfish for me to really want to develop and grow and, and be able to, to, to eventually be able to share that with someone else? Yeah. I mean, it's a good kind of selfish, isn't yes. it? You know, it's, I always think you need to be selfish in order to be selfless. Like you need to fill your own cup so you can fill other people's and I've always taken that outlook I didn't really know it at the time when I was doing the success mistake but I've learned this since but if you can somehow do like commit yourself to a project whether it's writing a book doing a podcast setting up a business and you know that it is going to fuel you like it's going to have a positive impact on you it's going to allow you to grow whether it's financially or personally or whatever else it's going to it's going to have a huge impact on you you can be passionate about it if you can do that and have it so it is simultaneously going to impact other people in a positive way, that's where the magic lies. Sometimes people say, follow your passion and you'll find your business. That isn't always true because unless it's impacting someone else in a positive way, it's just a hobby. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you only follow your passion and try to develop a career out of it, try to develop a business out of it, it's not that it might not work. It might. But that's not a sure way to find success. Likewise, if you commit yourself to a business that is going to have a positive impact on other people, but you personally take no joy out of it, again, in time, it'll run its course. You'll self-sabotage and you will lead to the kind of mistakes which I came across time and time again during the success mistake. If you can create a middle ground where it lights you up, like it's something you want to do because for selfish reasons, but it simultaneously has a huge impact on others. It's that whole selfish to be selfless kind of balance. Great things happen. Who knows what will happen? You never know what the journey is going to be like, but usually when that balance is had, it leads to a successful business, a successful project, and it will at least take you down a positive road that may lead you to the next thing, to the next thing and so on. So, yeah. And if you don't do that, if you don't take those steps, then you will just remain where you are. You will just remain where you are. It's like the matrix, you know? You only know what you know. Once someone comes along or something comes along to just wake you up, you get a choice. You can stay awake 
and take that journey forward and explore it. Or you can roll over and go back to sleep. Red pill, blue pill. We come across those things, all of us at some point, usually several points throughout our lives. You know, we only ever know what we know. Every now and again, someone, something comes along, wakes us up, and we get to choose, go back to sleep or stay awake. And if you stay awake and you explore it, it usually, usually leads you to something good further down the road. Yeah. I can't, it's when... I had already, I had been wanting to do a podcast since 2019 and I made up all the excuses in the world why I couldn't do the podcast. I sound horrible. Who would want to listen to me? Why? Why? Who would, why should I do this? Like I was just that's why I named it stuck in my mind cuz I was just trapped in my head just with the excuses to why I shouldn't do the podcast, why, why I shouldn't do this until I got furloughed from my job was home. The wife had me have had a to-do list for me to do every day. And I was like, I need to find something. I I have to do my podcast. I have to do it. And it took me just pressing record and recording of, it was just five minutes, but it broke the ice. And so I know I know what it is to be stuck being afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone and making yourself uncomfortable for you, in order for you to be successful cuz you it, it you, once you get complacent and you're happy and you're comfortable doing what you're doing you don't want to step out of that comfort zone you don't want you want you don't want to leave that security and for me, it was just like I had to, I had to step out of it. I had to really challenge myself to really do it. Like, yo, here, record. You, who knows what what's gonna happen? But if I don't do it, I already failed. And my thing was, if I if I don't do it, I can't fail. But I'm I already I already failed because I didn't I did, I gave up or too early. So I just said, you know what? Screw it. Record. And like I said, it was five minutes. And now I'm doing anywhere from 30 minute interviews to an hour. It just depends on the person and, and the conversation. But I started with a little five minutes. I didn't even have my intro, nothing. It wasn't until a few episodes later that I invested in, in, in getting an intro and an outro because I really started getting into what I was doing. And I realize I have to get if in order for me to really attract people to what I'm doing, I had to get better and improve my content, had to improve the quality of my sound, had to improve. But it was just me realizing this personally. And just like and if I'm if I'm serious about this, if this is not a hobby, then I really need to invest in myself. So I, I I purchased a night a great mic. I purchased this uh, the holy grail for podcasters, which is the Roadcaster Pro, and I just invested in myself. I was like, you know what? I'm getting this extra money being unemployed. Let's let's do something with it. Not instead of just spending it on on 
whatever people spend it on, on a new phone or the hot newest sneakers or whatever. No, I felt this is something I wanted to invest in myself and getting get equipment that would benefit me down the line. So, so it's just so many different things that, I'm, like I said, it's just learning and growing and just applying and just stepping out my zone and just going after it, just really going after it and just having a great time doing it. And it's it to me, it's it's so much fun. It I wish people could just do what they wanted to do and, and enjoy what they're doing because this is an amazing feeling to just be able to, to do what I love to do and enjoy it. And, and when I, I can't, I like, I'm like a little kid. It's, it's just that feeling you get when you get it, when you get your, your toys and a new toy or whatever this, but it's just every time when I get to speak to someone, I just have, it's just, I have great time. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's funny you talk about like uh, stepping out of the comfort zone and everything. I mean, it's, it's really like where the, the name of the book comes from beyond the pale. The whole idea of it is to go beyond the pale. Like, and the, the lead character in the book is, is like your typical success story. Silicon Valley, mega success, got the, money the fame the power but it doesn't really matter whether you've already got the business whether you're stuck in your job whether you're you feel like you're happy and successful or you're or you're not you feel like a failure and you feel like you're wasting your life we all find ourselves within these little comfortable bubbles we build ourselves a nice little house we build a fence around it we make the garden all pretty put up an apple tree or two and get nice and comfortable in there. And we feel safe. We feel secure. We know there's an entire world beyond the fence, beyond the pale. And we can see little bits of it, but we can't see very far because we're underground. There's a bunch of trees. We can't see very far. So we know that world exists. Inside, we'll tell ourselves, yeah, I want to travel. I want to go and see what's out there. But now's not the right time. Like you say, you come up with all the excuses why now isn't the right time. And you can be the mega success story with the business or with the high paying job. And you don't have to worry about the bills. And you are still going to have those same kind of insecurities, those same things. You'll still have built yourself a house, put a fence around it. You'll know there's more beyond, but you'll come up with all these excuses as to why now isn't the right time. I need to wait a bit longer. I need to do this first etc etc and the problem is we never know what's out there we could step beyond that pale and we could go for a little walk and realize it's horrible it could be full of you know we could get mugged you know if we're using a metaphor here 10 feet as we get we leave the gate we get mugged you know and it's like why did i leave the house right but at the same time there could be just a life-changing event or person or something out there just waiting that's going to make your old life seem practically insignificant. So we constantly have to face our own fears. We constantly have to go beyond our own pale, whether we're 
you know, on the outside looking in, a complete failure with nothing to his name, or we're the absolute opposite. We're rich, famous, have everything. You know, we constantly have to step out of our comfort zone, go beyond the pale, whether that means starting a new business, leaving a job, starting a new relationship, leaving a relationship, going down some kind of personal growth meditation or fitness or health. There are endless possibilities in this life. We're constantly having to go beyond that pale, constantly have to push beyond that comfort zone because otherwise we'll stay stuck where we are. We'll continue to know only what we know. And it's just no way of living life. It's not easy. I constantly get stuck in it, you know, and life is, it, it's cliche, but life is a roller coaster. There'll be times when you're riding high and you feel confident and full of energy and full of beans. It's like, yeah, I can do this. I can push beyond that pill. But there's other times when you're under trough and you feel like I'm struggling just to wake up at a minute. I'm struggling to just get by. Now is not the time to ruffle any feathers. So sometimes you do need to wait a little. Sometimes it will be easier. Sometimes it will be harder. But you constantly have to question your life. You've constantly got to question what's going on, what isn't going on, why it is or isn't happening. And just make that choice. Am I going to wake up today or am I going to roll back over and go to sleep? When something or someone comes and gives you a jolt, inspires you in some way or gives you some kind of lesson or gives you an idea or gives you permission to do something, you then get to choose to roll over, go back to sleep or stay awake and climb up that mountain. We get that choice, each and every one of us. It doesn't matter who you are, where you live, how much or how little you have, whether you have a family or no family, whether you're young or old, we're all human. We're all going through these dilemmas every single time, every single day to an extent. Each life is full of chapters. One leads to the next and it's never set in stone. So right now you will be probably stuck inside your own pale because we all are to some degree. And hopefully today is a day that just forces you to question it a little bit. And then you can decide whether you're going to roll back over, go back to sleep for a few more days, or whether you're going to go, no, I'm going to make some changes today, whatever those changes are, and step beyond that pale. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with you completely. You have to, um, you have to make, you have to step out, step beyond that pale because I'm, I'm, like, I, I just, I just, I just go and. Now, when I do stuff, it's there's no second thought. If I feel like this is what I need to do, then I just do it. I, I go out and I do it. Where as prior, like prior, I wouldn't do it. I'd be afraid. I would make again make excuses. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I was like, oh. and and again, it was me holding myself back. And and then like you said, where we self destruct, we 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 impair ourselves sometimes when we know. That when we we're supposed to do something else, we we hold ourselves back. We we start in part start even if it's just by saying, "Oh no, we can't do this. We, we, we're gonna, we're gonna fail," or any other way, just just self sabotage. And and that's and I was like that for a long time. It was it was me self sabotaging myself, not having the confidence that. I would be able to succeed 
and it took time. It took it took t- it took me really thinking and 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 really just like you know what I need to stop being afraid and making excuses. Let's do this. Let me just get out of my head and and really go after it. And I, it's it's just from it I've been able to um, gain so much. I've had people. I've had uh, a couple of guests start programs and want me to to be an affiliate and 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 help promote their business and and these are some successful people and it's an honor it was, it was like wow for them to really want me to be associated with their brand that's that's awesome that that's something i didn't think would be possible that's not something i when i started doing this was and it was in, it was in me i didn't think it would be possible so it's just Again, if you step out of your zone, step out of your comfort zone, you who knows what will fall into your lap, what, what, um, just what blessings and gifts might just be out there waiting, waiting for you. But you, you being afraid to just chase, chase your dreams and chase what you want to do, just and just miss them. Yeah. It is. Self-sabotage is one of the things which came up time and time again when I was interviewing for the success mistake. It's something I've experienced personally, you know, doing it. I think it's a, it's something we can all relate to in some degree. It's just part of being human. And I think a big part of it comes down to the name of your show. We're all stuck in our own minds. Like when you think about it, we are just, we spend most of our days some way or another just having these like internal conversations with ourselves. You know, we, there's like so many different personalities to us. There's the confident version of you and then the insecure version and the risk taker and, and the, you know, the, the safe person. So you've got all these competing voices just going on in your brain. And we don't really have a whole lot of control over them. We're not, we don't intend for them to start speaking when they do it. Ideas just pop into our head, you know, little voices pop into his head, little conversations start. Five minutes down the road, you realize you've just been like having this like internal monologue about whatever. And you're like, where the hell did this even come from? You know, so we're all doing that. We're all just stuck in our heads. We may know when we, when we know five people or 5,000 people, the constant I think we all have in common is we spend much of our day just stuck in our heads having conversations with ourselves we do it in our dreams we do it in when we're conscious of doing it we're doing it when we're subconscious and it's just happening while we're busy doing other tasks it's relentless so the fact that we're insecure the fact that we're self-sabotaging the fact that we have self-doubt the fact that we feel fragile and that we don't we compare ourselves to someone else and we're like, oh, they're, they're more successful because they're more confident. Hell, they're more confident. They may seem more confident on the surface, 
they may have a loud, booming, confident voice. I didn't to say that they don't have these insecurities going on inside of them. Jesus, man, they are having those same internal monologues, conversations, fights, like insanities going on inside of them as much as you, me, and everyone else. Because we're all, it's just how our brains go. So we're all stuck in our minds. We're all stuck in our heads. The fact that we come up with these excuses should not be surprising. They are natural. I think they're natural for everyone. You could be super, you know, on the outside looking in, super confident risk taker like an Elon Musk of the world. He is still going to have those same internal conversations, those same internal dialogues. Nobody's free of that. We're all at that particular verse. We're all stuck in our heads. So it can be difficult. It can be difficult to decide what is the right thing to do versus what isn't, whether now is or is not the right time. Self-sabotage is often just a way to protect ourselves. At least we think we're protecting ourselves. But as the name suggests, the sabotage bit, it's not usually that protective. It's harmful. It's a form of self-harm. So yeah, it's it's complex. Life is complex. Human mind, human nature is complex. It is. And I don't think we'll ever be free of that. Not until the you know the the AI takes over and decides to, you know, take over us and be like, okay, we'll we'll make you perfect. Because you ain't gonna do it on your own. So we'll do it for you. All right, Matthew, I appreciate you being on the show, brother. But now it's time for you to to plug your show, plug what you do, plug your books, everything you need to plug, go ahead. This is your time. Well, thank you very much. I mean, I'm, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. It was great to just have this conversation back and forth, hearing about your story, hearing about your journey too. As I said earlier, I take as much from these conversations as I hopefully give to other people. It's, you know, I come on these shows selfishly, but I certainly take a lot from it and I hope to give a little back and yeah for anyone listening or watching who's been inspired and they're interested to learn more about Beyond the Pale here's the book cover hopefully it's one you will see many places on Amazon and elsewhere online but you can go and check it out at beyondbook.co and there you can grab a free sample of the book to see if it's something you would like it's a bit different to a lot of the books out there it's a fable it's a business fable that I've written it for you know, want to be entrepreneurs, soon to be entrepreneurs, experienced entrepreneurs alike. And it combines fiction and nonfiction into what I hope is a very relatable tale that will inspire you and open your eyes. So check it out at beyondbook.co, grab a free sample. You can check it out on Amazon and everything too. There's links to my Instagram and Facebook on that website too. It's, it'd be great to connect with you. And if you ever have any questions, shoot them this way. Awesome, awesome. Again, I appreciate you being on, brother. And um, I, I look forward to doing this again. I love having people on more than once, so I definitely would love to have you back on, who knows, maybe when you write another book or, or if you have any other projects coming out. So I would definitely love to have you back on. Absolutely. Love it. This is going to be a first of a trilogy. So there's another two books to come after this one. So, also, yeah, absolutely. Also, when, yeah, when book two comes out, we definitely got to have you on so you can promote it. Definitely. We'll have some new conversations by then as well. Oh, definitely. Cause hopefully we're, we've taken, taken uh, what we've learned and really 
applied it and, and gone even further than where we are now. That's the plan, man. That is the plan. But again, I appreciate you being on, brother. It was great talking to you. You have a great day. You too. Thank you very much for having me. And now it's time for shout outs. Big shout out to my real wise fam, Poppy J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you, baby. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. And you know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. Instagram at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash Wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.